The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. We do have Aaron Gibbs with us, senior partner and CIO at Main Street Asset Management. I found uh, the comments from Jamie Dimon quite interesting, as I said a few moments ago. If you take that along with Amazon's uh, massive Prime Day, it's kind of hard to feel the recession coming, Aaron. Uh, If there is a recession, maybe it won't be consumer-led. So two questions, who or what is leading it? And secondly, is it not a done deal that the markets seem to think it is? Uh, well, I'll, I'll answer the second one. That yes, I, I don't think it is a done deal. We, you know, we're we're looking, we're really predicting it because of this, uh, obviously yield curve inversion, and and uh, obviously those the yield curve inversion is is very predictive of recessions. Uh, but it looks like you know a recession could simply be two quarters of mild uh, contraction, uh, not a prolonged recession like we had during 2007. Uh, so, uh, you know, it it doesn't it isn't a 100% predictor. It doesn't absolutely mean that we have to have a recession. It could just mean a slowdown. Uh, so, no, it's it's not a done deal. And yes, it is very hard to think that it's going to come from the consumer uh, when the consumer is uh, just proven to be more and more resilient in their their willingness to keep spending. Uh, despite, so what, Di- uh, what Diamond said was that liquidity is drying up. Uh, so that sort of points to the central bank authorities, I suppose. And then he said, you have war. War is unpredictable. Right. Uh, and so, you know, obviously, you know, if you know, one of the things that we talk about is, um, you know, war is obviously unpredictable, but um, loan growth, and we're seeing that in the banking reports and mortgage applications, higher interest rates. So um, certainly that's the area where, um, obviously, going to liquidity, uh, if the, if loans are, are drying up, um, that could be the recession. But I and and particularly, you know, with mortgage or, you know, originations down 45 percent, um, that's, certainly uh, concerning um, if businesses stop uh, borrowing as well. Uh, that could certainly be an area of the recession. But, uh, you know, we're really looking at how this earnings season, particularly with the financials, shapes up and just how much they expect uh, the the loans to, to slow. Uh, and you know, right now, it, though, though they are slowing, we're coming from such, uh, you know, such a high growth period uh, that, you know, we're, it still does not look like it has to happen. Um, 
looking at all this, Aaron, though, I mean, you, you know, whether it comes to the consumer, which is what everybody thinks, uh, the, you know, the calamity that does come is never the one that we've prepared ourselves for, in the words of Mark Twain. Uh, so liquidity is drying up. And certainly, of course, it's, it's got to. It's going to dry out even more because of uh, the fact that the bond market is going to be flooded with bonds as the Federal Reserve reduces its balance sheet. Absolutely. And and we've known that, you know, what but this is, you know, we, the whole point is we, we need liquidity to dry up in order to reduce the inflation. And when, when we talked about, you know, some of the main causes of uh, this particularly, uh, you know, recent spike of inflation, it's because of monetary supply. Uh, and so this actually needs to happen uh, in order to get inflation down. Uh, so, uh, yes, it's, it's it's a challenge. It's it's a difficult situation to transition. Uh, I don't envy the, the Federal Reserve, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, but that's like, you know we've known that there has been too much money out there, and that's why why we're here so, in this in this position right but, now. But but you have to pick. I mean, who's right? Is it is a consumer right or the market signals right? And there is a view out there that the CPI is lagging. And that we've had all these other indicators, commodities and such, uh, and the housing uh, information, that inflation is is heading lower. And that view says the Fed is kind of clueless here with talk of 100 basis points and such. Yeah, that's the the trick. Well, I mean, we've been blaming them for being wrong for, what, the past year? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but, yeah, there's certainly... You know, the, the always the hope is that with the commodities, uh, it would help with the inflation. And as we know, with the last CPI report, you know, about really, you know, the, the 44 percent increase on energy uh, was, was a main driver of that. So, you know, you know, even just reducing it on energy and, and some of the, the metals would really help on the on the manufacturing side. Erin, is there something out there that people are just not giving enough credit to or missing altogether, which think you think could really come and slap us? Oh, I, you know, I think uh, one of the things that is um, interesting, though, you know, we're obviously a, there are a lot of people who are trying to reassure us, but is the possibility that um, with this really strong negative sentiment, um, and we're seeing that on the consumer side, uh, that uh, that might really start on the consumer side. So, you know, though Jamie Diamond is saying, you know, we're seeing things very strongly, when the sentiment readings are so, so negative, um, that does tend to be predictive of consumers slowing down on their purchases. Now, we haven't seen any evidence of that yet. Um, and obviously, you know, with this Delta, uh, with their report saying that they're they're seeing, you know, increased spending and travel. Um, but I think it's something to watch because it is something that if, if people are feeling so glum, uh, and, yeah. and, you know, that that could be where some of the recession risk could actually be hiding. It would seem that the consumer would crack somewhere in here. And, and that would have a big implications for a lot of retail oriented companies. Right. Um, so right. far, consumers have had a job, so they've paid the higher prices. And so you see a company like PepsiCo, the numbers look really good. But a lot of it is just higher prices, inflation. That's kind of, you know, feeding that that sort of bullish uh, sales number. But that 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 probably is going to run out, right? So sell those kind of companies? Yeah, so I'm, I'm very cautious, particularly when getting into uh, anything consumer discretionary uh, and, and, and even, uh, you know, for example, with Pepsi, but some of your staples. 
Yeah, uh, that's a good point. So, it's, it's more the discretionary, consumer discretionaries than the consumer staples. So maybe PepsiCo right. isn't a good example, yeah. But but nonetheless, uh, you know, people can still switch to cheaper brands, and, and some some uh, some of those staples are going to be more vulnerable than others. Uh, you know, I think one area that I think is is still safe, um, and and I've seen this is anything to do with home, uh, in the consumer discretionary space, still has been doing well, uh, and so, you know, Lowe's, Home Depot, the great companies. Uh, and even on the, the services side, uh, there's a company called Front Door. Uh, it's, a, it's a small cap, but it's been coming off of lows and still holding up really well. It, it handles all the services as a homeowner that you might have to do, like your electric and plumbing. Uh, and so I think those types of themes are, are still one area that, that just consumers are, are still willing to spend on versus obviously the, the sharp decline that we're seeing more so on the apparel side. I think those are really the you know the, the places that you really want to avoid because it's just, uh, you know, it's saturated. People are, are obviously clearly if they're going to spend it's more on travel these days. Yeah, I mean, this is it, isn't it? I mean, you've got to get things which have uh, demand inelasticity, and uh, you've got to look for good credit profiles on top of that free cash flow. Defensive stocks, in essence, right? Yes, and so those are, like I said, the my the two that I mentioned, Lowe's and, and Front Door, really strong balance sheets, strong cash flows, as well as you know positive outlooks for growth. Yeah. So the outperformers today is interesting. Uh, you had um, uh, utilities and and consumer staples and technology. Uh, and note that the semis were up two percent today. Kind of interesting. Yeah, it was such a wild day. Um, you know, really, it's sort of you know an opposite day uh, in essence, with uh, technology up one percent and and energy down two percent uh, in the S and P five hundred. So. Um, and even, you know, growth outperforming value, which we've had very few days this year uh, where growth stocks have been doing better than, than value. It's been pretty consistent. Erin, thank you so much. Uh, so we have time for Erin Gibbs there, CIO at Main Street Asset Management. This is Bloomberg. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.